Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you that in him we have life. In him we have life. Life eternal. Life victorious. Life healed. Life delivered. Life abundant. So we bless you. Even as we continue with this time together in your word, we know that you're going to do what you've promised to do. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Awesome. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mose, and I'm standing in for the preacher. I guess that makes me the preacher today. Are you excited? So excited. Great. Good to see you, Season 21. Thanks so much for coming out. Those who brought your friends, uh, frenemies. Great. Uh, uh, Those testimonies. Wow. How many of you have visited the Worship Harvest Praise and Testimonies group on Facebook? All right, good, good. Now, some of you may not know about it. How many of you have not visited the page? Just wrong. All right. So, what you do when you go to Facebook, uh, there is a search function. You type in Worship Harvest Praise and Testimonies. If you just type in worship harvest, there's going to come about 25 things. Pages, groups, etc. So this particular group is worship harvest, praise and testimonies. Here's a good thing about that group. No one is promoting anything there. Yeah. So Not yet. No. There is a, a, a delete and block function that we are going to keenly use. So just, just go there and... Uh, see, read the testimonies, and then you can post your own testimonies there. Amen? Yeah, good things are happening. Now, as, as I was driving here today, it's okay, thank you. Uh, so, this is what's going to happen. As, as we share in the word tonight, two words actually, maybe three. One is, your faith is going to rise. Amen? Amen. You know your faith, you, you have faith as good as that of Jesus, yeah? But it is in seed form. You know that verse we love, Ephesians 1, 3? 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. All that stuff is in seed form. Yeah, whatever God gives you, he gives it to you in seed form. I, I hope you, you know that. Okay. Uh, all right. There is some agreement here. Wherever there is more agreement is where I will focus. Because I don't want anyone messing with my faith. So it's in seed form. It's in seed form. Just believe it. Uh, you may not have enough time to do your own research now during the service. Believe it, then you go and research later. Everything is said. If it was not in seed form, everyone would be experiencing the same amount of victory the whole time. But people experience it differently because some people have sowed and watered for some time. And some people are in they are constantly planting seeds. Am I making sense? So your healing is in seed form. You can have the best kind of healing in the name of Jesus and you still have sickness in your body because you have not nurtured that seed. That's why it says the the seed is the word. The sower sows the word. Mark 4.14. The sower sows the word. So everything God gives you, that's why the word of God is the most important thing. Can someone give someone that girl cake or something? The word of God is the most important thing. Is the most important thing that you will ever get. Okay? All right. I'm still trying to introduce... Uh, what's going to happen tonight? Thank you, Angela. I missed it right here. So, the word, <laughs> the word of God is more important to you than a shirt, than a house, than a building, than a car, because all those things are simply fruit of the word. Are you, are you still with me? So, because, so, it seems, I don't, how did you get here? Yeah, it's in seed form. So, uh, as, as I, I got here because I needed you to understand that your faith is as good as that of Jesus and Peter and the rest, but you have to keep nurturing it. That's why it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the context, by the way, of that verse is not reading the Bible. In case you didn't know. The context of that verse is actually listening to a preacher. Because later it says, how shall they go, how shall they preach if they are not sent? That's why probably you've read your Bible quite some time and still you're not seeing some of the things that you should be seeing. Because there has not been a preacher to bring revelation and illumination to what you've been reading. Which is what I'm here to do. Amen. And says, he who has appointed us for this very thing is who? God. So I'm here on God's behalf for your good. So as I preach tonight, your faith is going to rise. And, and here's what's going to happen. You see, as Leah was uh, testifying, having, no, name mix up, but as I testified, so you, you may have believed for things, and you believe they are yours, yeah? Because faith is the 
evidence of things not seen. So you know the thing is yours. You don't see it, but you know it's there. You get what I mean? So like the testimony we had today, I know I'm delivered, it is, but I have not, the evidence, there was like just that one color step for it to show up. Do you get what I'm saying? Yesterday, a friend sent me a message because every time they ask people to believe for praying in tongues, she has always believed, stood up, done whatever she has been told to do, but never spoke in tongues. Until yesterday night. Yes. And, by time she, and this is a person who is mighty in the word. This is an evangelist. Yeah. So by the time she's sending it, she's like, I can't stop speaking in tongues. So in other words, it has always been there, but there was just that colorist. Now, it means she already had the gift, but the expression. So for some of you, you already have the healing, but the manifestation. You already have the miracle, but the manifestation is what has been waiting to happen. And what I was saying is that as I preach tonight, you're going to receive faith. Rather, your faith is going to rise to a point where you receive certain things that you've never received before. In your life. In, like in your whole life. Okay. So, depending on how well you know Noah or not, Noah can send you a message and say, I've put on your account a million shillings. And depending on how well you know Noah, you're going to either receive or not. Now, for most people, if he says, I've put 50K, you'll, you'll believe it completely, yeah? Because you don't know Noah very well. But if he says, I've put a million, you sort of believe it and then sort of wonder. If he says, I've just, I've put on your account 100 million. If Noah told me that he has given me 100 million, I would believe it. Because of how well I know Noah. Some of you would not. Do you get what I'm saying? Because your faith in what Noah can do has not risen to a point where you can receive that. Now remember Noah sending me a message. Oh, some of you are about to get it. You're about to get it. You're about to get it. Here's, here's the thing. The message, the text on my phone is not a hundred million shillings, right? But it's like the word of God. You can either believe that he has put a hundred million and you take action to go and get it, or you can disbelieve... Because what does it, what a WhatsApp message? It's, it's inconsequential, depending on what you are believing. So, tonight, there are some things you've believed with all your heart. Up to tonight, they have not manifested. They are going to manifest tonight. Amen. Amen. Now, of course, uh, I like to crack jokes and what as I preach. So, some of you are used to pre weeping preachers. You may think it can't be happening when he's laughing. It's okay. It's okay. 
it's okay, it's okay, you'll see. In fact, in fact, there is a small problem. Because this is not dependent on you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I'm not asking you to agree what, it's okay. So, the other word that came during the worship was this season 21, this one of 2018, 19, forgive. Welcome to the new year. This season 21 of 2019 is going to be a landmark season for some people here. I'm telling you, it will be the time you look back and clearly see when you turn the corner. I'm telling you, I'm assuring you. Uh, there are people here for whom that's the case. Like, you'll just know, you'll just, oh my word, it was that time. And by the way, sometimes it's so dramatic, like, like for me, 1st January 2001. I was in my room around midnight. I was muffering, meaning I was illegally staying in the hall. And the only way to access the hall was you had to scale a wall and get in and then sort of access your room. So I was muffering. I'd uh, made a decision. I was, I was not caught, not caught for breaking the law. Now, uh, so... I was muffering, and then I get to my room, and I, I'd say, this year I'm going to read my Bible. <laughs> I'd been to the village, and I'd found an old um, devotional, my atmosphere is highest, which belonged to my dad, and I brought it back with me. And so, I was in bed. I was like, hey, day one. <laughs> Day one and you're in bed. You know, some soft music was playing. I'd borrowed that CD from Dawdy, by the way. Uh, worship music. So I was like, ah, man, get out and read your what? Some, uh, day one, it's only one page. So I get out, open my atmosphere. By the time I was done, I was on the floor crying uncontrollably. God had entered that room. It was so dramatic, I never slept on my bed again for a year. I slept on the floor. I woke up every morning and went to pray for about an hour. Then I would read my Bible. My, it was so dramatic that life change was drastic. So for some of you, it's going to be that kind of thing. This is on 21. So don't, and the other thing is, like me, I wasn't expecting it that night. I was expecting it to be business as usual. So my car devotion, no way back. What? So you don't know when that will be. So if I were you, I would come every night. Yes, seriously. Because you don't know when what will happen. You've seen that different preachers have brought different things with them. Think about it. Some of you got healed yesterday. Some of you got healed the other day. It's the same God, the same Holy Spirit, the same anointing. Why, why, why did you get healed yesterday? Why not last week? Uh, 
So it's going to be a landmark season. On the other hand, it could be a slow turn which you don't notice. Once upon a time, I had a, a, a bad habit that I hated, that made me hate myself. And because I was involved in ministry at that time back at St. Francis, I, I, you know, I was like, surely God, you know, I promise. I'll never do it again. Do it again. Oh, Vananga, let lightning strike me. Nothing strikes you. <laughs> you know, all the stupid promises we make to God. And nothing happened. Nothing. I was just stuck. But I so desired, I so desired to honor God that I took a risk and confided in a friend of mine. So there's this thing. I don't know what to do. So we agreed and we met at Full Gospel Church every Tuesday lunch and we prayed together for maybe two months and then we stopped meeting to pray and I forgot about it and about a year later is when it hit me wait a minute what happened to that habit I couldn't tell at what point yeah but through that time something Switched and I couldn't. Just to tell you, you know, there are things, you see, the challenge with sometimes our thinking as Christians is we are still thinking carnally. Let me tell you, by the time you see it in the physical, it already happened in the spirit so long ago. By the time the angel is coming to Daniel and saying, I was resisted by the prince of Persia and the prince of Media. And then when he comes, he says, now the prince of Greece is coming. Do you know how many years existed between the Babylonian, Babylonian Empire into the Persian Paz, or Middle Persian Empire to the Greek Empire? But the angel was like, man, the Greek prince is already operating. Several years before the Greek Empire took over. So, Katigwe, only were no chips and chicken. <laughs> Are you with me? And I'm not telling you this to scare you. Rather, I'm telling you to encourage you because you are spiritual. Paul writes to Corinthians and says, you're spiritual. And you're seated in the heavenly places in Christ. In the third heaven, above the second heaven, where all those battles take place. But your body is in the first heaven here on earth. So are you able to enforce third heaven to first heaven. Because all that Daniel could do was pray and beg because he wasn't born again. So he couldn't operate in the third heaven. You are born again. You can operate in the third heaven. You are better off than Daniel. You are better off than David. You are better off than Elisha whose dead body raised two people. That's why it says in Hebrews 11 that the, all those did not obtain the promise. Go and read Hebrews 11, see all those people and the mighty things they did, and then understand that as far as God is concerned, you are ahead of all of them. Jesus said that John the Baptist, no one born of the flesh is greater than John the Baptist, and, but he says, and yet those who are least in the kingdom, the least person in Christ has more spiritual authority than John the Baptist had. I haven't started to preach, by the way. I'm still 
introducing, setting the ground, rules of engagement for tonight. Because I don't want to preach in vain. I don't want you to go out of here with the same thinking, same whatever. Something must change for the good. And by the way, even if you're doing really well, there's always more. There's always more, amen? Anyway, where were we? So, landmark. This is a landmark season. This one. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Amen. Their callings being affirmed this season. Totally affirmed. Where are you? No for sure. No more doubt as to what God has called you to do. Amen. Now, in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus is teaching. And then he talks about three things that we should do in private that, so that, and he says that, that have rewards. He says, your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So the first thing he talks about is giving. So three things. Let me put them quickly, then we continue. So it's giving, prayer, and fasting. So the first thing he talks about is what? Giving. Now, there is nothing, in the, holy, in the scriptures, there is no accidental placement of verses, teachings, words. There is no, nothing is accidental. For example, they always say, Peter, James, John. Peter, James, John. Why don't they ever say James, John, Peter? Have you ever thought about that? Because those names represent something. And why is it that it's always Peter, James, John? What, what was it about Peter, James, John that Jesus sosolated so much that we can say, ma, ma, Peter, James, John, Bartholomew, to Yengiri, Ramuwa. Peter, James, John. He went up the mountain. Peter, James, John. When he went to raise the other kid. Peter, James, John. Everywhere, Peter, James, John. There are meanings. There are meanings. My son is called Kirk David Mkisa. Kirk is Scottish, I think, for church. David is Hebrew for beloved. Mkisa is Lusoga. <laughs> for blessing. So his name means that the beloved church shall be a blessing. They just go online. Primary school teacher. What's the meaning? I know it just sounds good. Peter James John. Peter Rock. Right? Rock. James. James is the same as Jacob. Yeah, supplanter. John comes from Johanan, which is grace. So, the law was written on stones. So, the law has been supplanted by grace. That's why Jacob, a thief, a supplanter, took the blessing. 
That's why if you are under the law, you can't receive the blessing. When you are under grace, where you're forgiven for just for nothing, you receive the blessing still. Are you together? Pastor Solomon. So, when he's teaching, why doesn't he start with fasting? Why does he start with giving? Because I believe with all my heart that these three are the faith keys to unlock everything you will ever need in your life. Everything. Giving, prayer, fasting. They don't produce the stuff you need. The stuff you need is already there and it is yours by grace, but you need to access it by faith. You know, the thing I've been discovering lately that all these powerful ministers that we call powerful, who operate a lot in, in, in the miraculous, they are the most generous human beings on earth. Seriously. Like, there's a friend of mine, for him he gives away 70% of his income in a year. And it's not little. So he was telling me how one time he just got this conviction to start buying cars for pastors. Oh no, 30 million. Oh no, 35. Even one of the cars he had, he gave it away. After he had given away cars about, worth about 100 something million, someone came and bought him a car of 500 million shillings. If your, if your level of prosperity, if your level of financial prosperity is not embarrassing you, it's likely you're not, God is not your source. That's according to Andrew Mark, and I believe it to be true. If your level of financial prosperity is not, like where, where God so blesses you that you can't even easily talk about it with your friends, because they will start thinking you're a doggo, yes. Like, it's just embarrassing. Like, how do you drive around in a car of 500 million things. Your friends, Bambi. Like, you can't explain it. That, that's how you know God is the source. When you can't explain it. You can't explain, you can't explain it. But those are the first things. In fact, I came... I haven't started preaching, but the people who came here yesterday, the last batch sur- surrendering their lives to Jesus, you must surrender your finances. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't say, I'm giving you my life, but don't dare touch my wallet, Lord. Touch not the wallet. You see the contradiction? Yeah, because the other guy came to Jesus, Lord, what? There's one good, but you. He's like, go sell everything. He's like, ah. You see, you think God looks at the lifting up of the hands and tears flowing as we locally do. God looks at the wallets. Because where your treasure is, 
Your heart will be also. So if you lined up here, you, here is the first stage you can take. Give first fruits this year. Yeah, that's just step one. At least try that. And just in case you think that worship harvest is broke and I'm trying to figure out how to raise money, you can give it outside worship harvest. I'm releasing you. If you're a member of worship harvest and you're giving your fast food somewhere else, there's a problem with your head. <laughs> but for that particular group, just so that there is no sense of manipulation, I've released you. You can give it wherever you want, but you must give it. Otherwise, we wasted a lot of anointing oil. I'm still laying the foundation. Are you getting something? David, a man after God's own heart. How does God know David is a man after his own? His generosity. Like, even when God told David, too much blood on your hands. How can they ask you for 100 foreskins for that and you bring 200? You can't build my temple. He said, okay. Since I can't build it, I'm going to fund it. So he, he, he put aside his own money and his mighty men and everyone put aside money which Solomon used to build the temple. Can you think of such selflessness that you're willing to sacrifice for the next generation? You're like, okay, God, you said we can't do it. Okay, it's okay, you are God. Now, we are still going to participate. And David put aside gold and stuff worth about $50 billion today's currency. Individually. So three face keys. The first one is what? Giving. The next is prayer. That's Matthew 6. Prayer. What again? They want a prayer. So prayer. Prayer. I think Philippe Gesser covered prayer quite well. It's not accidental when you feel like it, when you slept early. It's prayer is not a talent that some people are more talented than others. It's deliberate talks about Jesus rising up early before dawn. <clears throat> if Jesus needed to pray, <laughs> okay. I chose it. Say it like With all that unbelief. <laughs> Jesus, who at age 12 knew all the scriptures, still needed to pray. Paul writes in Colossians and says, continue earnestly in prayer abounding in it. With thanksgiving. So, it's, it's not start. No. Conti the assumption is it's happening. He says, just in case you are tempted to slow down, continue. Choose a gear. 
Amen. Nothing is impossible. And then the last thing he talks about is fasting. So that's the one I want to focus on today. Amen. The benefits of fasting. Someone was supposed to put out there some books about fasting. I'm not seeing them. Uh, could they bring me one copy at least? And then put the ones that need to be there for people to get. Chapter Isaiah, Isaiah 58, verse 6. Let's start at verse 6. Together. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Okay, let's leave it there. So, he starts, God, I think, is speaking through Isaiah, and he starts with some serious complaints. <laughs> and then, you know, of, of, what the, of what they are doing during the fasting. Like, when you're fasting, you are oppressing your workers, you're not paying people on time. Yeah. Well, like, how? How? Are you with me? Very practical stuff, eh? You can't even dodge it through some sort of revelational thing. <laughs> it's right there. So don't be here, uh, season 21, season 21, you're not treating people well. It doesn't work. Says, so then it says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? Now, by faith, I want all of us to embrace the fact that this is the fast we are participating in. So that when you start dealing with the benefits, you don't cut yourself off because you are righteous because of what Jesus has done, not what you do. But now that you're righteous, you can always go and act righteously. Amen. Amen. So he says, this is the first I've chosen. Lose the bonds of wickedness. Undo the heavy burdens. Some people here, you need to forgive some debts. I hadn't planned on that one. There are people who banje you. No, no, no. You banje that you need to to let go. Is this the remnant book? Where are they? Put them out there. Let people get this kabuk bambi. Small but nice. Fasting simplified. Not complicated. And it's only 5k. Somehow inflation has refused to affect the price of this book for the last five years. <laughs> Still 5,000. Amen. So, who is participating in season 21 for the very first time? So we can... Okay, we'll sow a seed. I don't know. Ah, ah, ah. Amen. May you receive all the benefits of your participation. So to undo the heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free. Seriously, there is some people you need to forgive some debts. And just trust God, yeah? Trust God. I mean, if you, lend, if you run a lending business, maybe not. <laughs> I'm talking about personal debts. You've held the person for so long over 200K. 
No, 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 no. In fact, send them a WhatsApp message now. Tell them it's okay. That the other thing, it's okay. Because uh, relational capital is higher than financial capital. It's okay. It's okay. Give it to them as a gift because it's more blessed to give than to receive. They were not expecting that gift. You walk in the blessing of Christ. Tell them it's okay. You don't have to pay that money back. And watch, God, watch what God is going to do for you. Amen. So to undo the heavy burden, so that the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. Continue. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? Yeah, in this season you're not eating much. I assume. <laughs> Do some shopping for others, for your neighbors. Go. The shopping you'll have done for yourself, just do it for someone else. Uh, share your bread with the hungry. Someone. Uh, someone. All of us, there's someone on your mind. Now, think about it, guys. We are talking about fasting. Remember how Jesus taught? What did he start with? Giving, prayer, and fasting was the last. I mean, God, can't you just let us fast? It's already had enough that the enzymes are, are, are trying to attack the stomach walls. Must I really add on to that all the other things? It's right there. It's not enough to just go hungry. This is yeah, share some bread. Huh? You bring to your house the poor who are cast out. I don't know how you can practically apply that, but there are ways of applying that. Every one of us, there, there are ways of applying that. It says, when you see the naked, that you cover him. Do you see that all of this has to do with generosity? Well, how did this start? Is this not the, this, is this not the first I've chosen? And then he dives into generosity stuff. Okay. Receive. Just receive by faith. Just say yes, yes. It's in English. And not hide yourself from your own flesh. Some of us, we have relatives. Hmm. Family. You need to go back. Do something. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Get together with your family members, others who are like you, have a lot of money. I mean, if you're in worship service, automatically you have a lot of money. Put together a fund to help some of your other family members who can't, who don't have the opportunities you have. Yeah. Think about it. If 10 of you got together and started putting together 200,000 a month, by the end of the year, you'd have 24 million shillings. And you can identify all your nephews, nieces from the village who might not be getting a good education and take care of it. Just take care of it, please. Amen, worship of his people? Amen. Go and take care of it. Heed the word of the Lord. Go take care of it. Don't hide yourself from your own flesh. We didn't become Christians to be separated from our families. 
Until now I found a church family. I'm even in an MC. So those other people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We are always on mission. We are on mission within our families. We are on mission at our workplaces. We are, on, we are always on mission. Amen. All right. So, it's too quiet. Is this stuff making you uncomfortable? It's making you reflective. Yeah. All of us can change a life. This season 21. Let it be the turning point for you from stopping to be simply a receiver to being a giver. A person who makes things happen for others. I'm telling you, we, can, we are going to change the world. We are going to change the world. But we have to be proactive. Amen? Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of money to change the world. So, uh, that part is a little challenging, but I wanted you to know that, yeah, you know, putting all of that in consideration. And let me say this. Now, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Amen. Season 21. These are the effects of season 21. And this is what I came to talk about. The other part was just to lay the what? The foundation. But this is the part I came to talk about. Because this is a landmark season for many people. This is a turning season for many people. This is the season when some things are going to stop permanently. You will never see them ever, 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 ever again. Like God told Moses and the, and the Israelites, those Egyptians you see there, you will never see them again. Some of you, there is certain levels of need that have been a part of your life. You will never see it again. You're going to have so much abundance. By the way, let me just encourage you. It's very possible to come to that place where you are completely not need conscious at all. Like the last thing on your mind is need. And by the way, you can have 500 million in the bank and still being conscious. Yeah. <laughs> and you can have 50k left between you and <clears throat> and still not being conscious. Because you know where your source is. For some of you, that's the thing that's going to happen. For some of you, it's that sickness. That sickness. Done permanently. Some of you are going to receive gifts. Like I was telling my friend's story yesterday, I was so excited for her speaking in tongues because my friend, some of us, the way we started speaking in tongues, you haven't heard our story. For me, I was on a mission team. We went to those JIC missions. I was playing keyboard and setting up the loudspeakers. That's what I had gone to do and crack jokes, of course, to keep everyone happy because mission ground can be tough, my friend. Door to door the whole day. So you needed someone to entertain the troops until, and, until the mission team leader said, no breakfast until you've spoken in tongues. I was like, okay. If it's tongues you want, tongues you will have. 
Lebra seketa kamaya ndei. Genuine tongues, my friend. That and the threat of no breakfast. <laughs> Some of you have received the right way. So we have a lot of grace upon those who struggle with some of these gifts. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I mean, even if you were the one. Eh? At that point, your faith just rises. <laughs> because you're seeing yourself doing all that door-to-door -door without breakfast. And like, we are going to speak in tongues today, today, today. So what does he say? Then your light shall break forth like the morning. He says, arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He says, you people, season 21 people, your light shall break forth like the morning. The entrance of your word brings light. So imagine any area of your life where it's been fuzzy, ducky, what? Your light. Your light. Whose light? Your light is going to break forth like the morning. Have you ever been praying in the morning and it's dark and then the sun starts to rise? It's the most beautiful thing. If you're praying from where you can see the light coming in. <laughs> Some people pray in basements, so really. I mean, people like Birulu should pray in basements. Otherwise, the neighborhood would be disturbed. Can you? So you see how the morning comes in, eh? How the morning comes in. There's this nice place at my house on the veranda uh, where I switch off our lights and let the neighbor's lights wash the compound. And then as you pray and the sun is coming in and the shadows start disappearing, it's amazing. <sighs> Some of you have never even visited. So can you imagine that that's your life? Your light is breaking forth. Let me tell you, you've been hidden all this while. The people don't know the gem that is in you. They've been giving you job jobs here, zinga kebo jebi. Teva manyi. Oya zinga kebo bishop, bishop. Shall, I'm telling you, there's something about when God has called you and you humble yourself, people. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people nowadays. Self-promotion. The Bible doesn't say promote yourself and then you'll be lifted up. Everyone wants my friend. Instagram. Oh. Me here. Me that. No. Like, Kundi, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in due time, He will lift you up. For me, my ministry was cables and speakers. In fact, at first, I didn't even know how to play keyboard or any instrument. So, until one day we are going for mission, and the guy who was supposed to play 
pulled out last minute. So, I set up the speakers and everyone, said, okay, so what do we do next? I said, you know those keyboards with beats huh? and it was so nicely set up the first beat you press play the place went wild but thankfully I had been like tinkering tinkering so I was like okay ding, ding. I tell you, it had transpose so you always got whichever key works for you by the time we finished the mission that weekend my friend I was done playing for all the mission groups Yeah, when, when you see some of us, complete product of grace, everything happens by accident and it works. <laughs> some of you mufuba. Danafuba mufubi. Vamukufuba. Let God promote you. You see, when God mulabanze here, Bambi, really. If I take you to my village. But when when God when God promotes you, eh, all the haters can hate all they want. But when it is God promoting you, people just be like, what, what's so special about like, Nothing special. It's just God. Simply God. So when, when you humble yourself and then your light breaks forth like the morning and no one can stop it. No one, no demon in hell can stop it. You just shine. He says, that, what's that verse? Kisha Zanu knows all the verses in the book of Psalms. Eh? Shining brighter and brighter what? Huh? And, and to a perfect day. What's that verse? Hmm? What? Say it and I say it after you. <laughs> the path of the just. And check it out. Check it out. Amen. Amen. It's you. You. You remember this? Do you see how that thing starts? Then. Then. So, you're fasting. I need to take Isaiah 58. God. I will not let you go. Like, I can't go through 21 days of just I refuse. I'm telling you. Uh, some of you, there's this uh, devotion by Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, pastor of his places. It's so rich. I'm like, where have these guys been all my life? Ma, so they talk about standing your ground in the word. They talk about when their children, <laughs> things were going really bad, and they just went and looked for all the scriptures concerning children. And they say, they, even when the evidence was contrary, they stood their ground. So sometimes you need to do that. Like, God, this is your word, and you don't lie. God, until this thing starts showing up in my life. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Have you found a verse? What, what? Proverbs. Uh-huh. Amen. I think it's this one. Proverbs what? Uh huh. The path of the of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Oh my God! Do you know that you are the righteousness of God and you are just? You are justified. That's you. That's you. I mean, 
Some of these scriptures are just annoying. Like, how can it be that good? Yeah. <laughs> While people are there walking foggy, what you know for you your path. It's like the shining star, and it shines bright, ever brighter, unto the perfect day. Your days are perfect. You never have a bad day. When you're in Christ, you never have a bad day. No. This business of, he had a bad day. No. There is no bad day in Christ. That's why he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Why? Because in the Lord, it's always good. Even when the worst thing happens, you still have a good day. Hannah lost her husband, and she stood here and led worship like crazy. She was having a good day while the body of her husband was in a coffin. But of course she knew that that's just a body. Her husband was present with Jesus. For to be absent in the flesh is to be present with the Lord. And so she was rejoicing about that. It's all about perspective. Some of you, you knock your small toe and it starts raining. The clouds reach the ground. Basically, life comes to a standstill. No! No! Take me back to Isaiah, you people. Do you still want some of this? That's just one verse. Okay, your healing <laughs> shall spring forth speedily. Can, you, can we turn that around and use first person uh, whatever? Eh? Together, together, together. My healing shall spring forth. How? Speedily. Gwee, 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 gwee. You see, the problem is some of you don't watch Formula One. But do you see the start? The start. Lap one, when, when they rev the engines, they, they, you have to balance the clutch and the acceleration. Have to, because if you overdo it, you're going to get spin. And if you underdo it, you're going to get bogged and guys will take off. So, of course, my guy is usually in pole position. So, everyone is like... Mm-hmm. And then the lights are red. Yeah? Five red, and then they start going out one by one. And it's like, my friend, cars go from zero to 200 in like four seconds. That is springing forth speedily. That is what your healing is doing this season 21. This season 21. Your healing is doing what? It's springing forth speedily. (laughs) Oh my God. We are talking about the benefits of fasting. By the way, this healing is yours. Auntie Ruzung, your, not your neighbor's healing. Whose? What shall happen to it? He says, and your righteousness shall go before you.
You know how when the person is dozing and then people say, there comes a righteous man. Don't ask for a bribe. (laughs) There comes a righteous man. Change your speech. There comes a righteous woman. Don't touch her. It goes before you. You don't need to explain yourself. Hello, praise the Lord. My name is Mose. I'm I'm born again. No, 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 no. They just see from a distance. Mm-mm. God is all over her. <laughs> you know, there is this dream I, I used to have, and I'm reviving it. I believe it's my primary ministry. By the way. Primarily, I believe I'm a prophet, although I operate as an apostle. But that I will carry so much of the presence of God that I get into a place, I don't need to do anything. I just get there, and everyone goes home and is like, where did the pain go? Where did, where did these dollar bills in my wallet come from? It's going to happen. You see, you either believe and receive or do a doubt and do either. For me, that's my faith. For me, I believe my faith, my ministry is... <laughs> dollar bills. I believe my ministry is to manifest the presence of God. Like, uh, you know, we can always do the things that the Bible tells us to do, lay hands, what, all that is good. But for me, uh, uh, this, the, this place we are, this area here, they just say, no, if you can just get there, even if you just get into the parking lot, it will be okay. Yes. Look, there are people who have been healed in this ministry without ever being touched. Serious miracles. No one touched them. They just show up and say, gosh, it's changed completely. So why not? So your healing shall spring from, your righteousness shall go before the glory of the Lord shall be your rare God. Righteousness, ekulima maso. Glory, ekulima Oya, Who has just passed here? Nga people sense God's presence, jewaise. Who has just passed here? People walk through a corridor and start crying. And all the bitterness they've carried for years just collapses. Like, I don't even know what's happening to me. <laughs> but I feel so good. <laughs> Kumbe, Angela went to visit one of those offices night at Mukorido. Ah, uh-uh, Kakati, tell me, you why are you not believing? <laughs> huh? You think that your logic is better than the scriptures? Why aren't you believing? Why aren't you believing that that's for you? 
By the way, the things we are telling you, we've seen them. We've experienced them. We've been in these environments. We've created these environments. And we will continue creating them. Where? It's like, people just, it's like, something happened. I remember the first life first at KPC then. We just sang our songs which we had written. There was only one song we sang which wasn't a worship harvest song. Uh, it was a hill song. My heart sings praises. Everything else was our original songs. We were not even being too speedy. Like, you know, we had had a big fight the night before during rehearsal. Some people had quit. Then they only came back, came back that So people are there singing very organized music. My friend, by the time we were done, people were weeping all over the place. Glory. Come on, Next verse, next verse, next verse. Then you shall call, and the Lord will. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and the speaking of wickedness, of course, he's talking about. Uh, Embracing the grace of God and embracing the truth of the word of God. You know, uh, Proverbs 4 talks about the tongue and it says that uh, guard your mouth, from, from it flows the issues of life. Then it says, uh, talks about deceit and all those other things. Why? Every time you're saying stuff that is not in agreement with the word of God, you're not guarding your heart. You're being deceptive. Like when you say, I am broke, you're speaking wickedness. Do you understand? When you say, I am fake, you're speaking wickedness because that's not the word of the Lord. Take me down. enough to expound that one. If you extend your soul to the hungry, satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness. In the darkness. Darkness and your light is... And your darkness, I am, no. Okay, yes. And your darkness shall be as the noonday. Hmm. Now that's your version of darkness. In other words, not everyone has the same kind of darkness. <laughs> For you, your darkness shall be like the noonday. Like when stuff that's supposed to be like the worst, I mean, Paul and Silas. At midnight, Paul and Silas began to sing praises to God. Like, who does that? Remember, don't assume that these guys were, Emma, give me the right word. <laughs> They were, they were not having a merry heart, so to say. There is a word you used uh, upon uh, discovering that your daughter was made well, which is what I was looking for. No, when she was made well, like how? Huh? Okay. That's, that's different. But don't, don't think it was a nice day. These guys had been thoroughly beaten. They had wounds, blood, shackles. It's, it's like 
the worst possible time to sing. Blood is dripping. What even what? What is that thing? No panado and no no what's that liquid for disinfecting? Uh uh. Yeah, that's brutal. No, there's the thing that has like two oxygens in it. What's it called? Eh, to have hydrogen peroxide. Oh, ah, that don't even know these things. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so, the wounds are festering. It's bad. And then they're like, okay, give me the key. <laughs> Woo! There were people in that prison who had been there for a long time who were perfectly normal. They had even been given food that evening. Who were not thinking anything like that. They had already succumbed to their situation. In comes wounded, bleeding, pained, what? And they're like, oh, this is what it is? We are going to change it. Give me the key. What are you doing about your midnights? What are you doing about your midnights? It matters what you do when the darkness comes. Because you can do something that makes the darkness look like noonday. It's like, but you have wounds all over. Even with that sickness. Hallelujah. You are a has written. Hey, yeah. I tell Dr. Gambietti. And you silence. Your darkness shall be as the noonday. Let, let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. And then it says, The Lord will guide you how often? These are the effects of fasting. The whole time you know the voice of the Lord. And what is it? And it shall satisfy your soul in drought. In other words, while drought is affecting other people, this business of Sman January has 69 days, those things don't apply to you. Those things don't apply to me. Which 69 days? Just wickedness. <laughs> you shall satisfy your soul and strengthen your bones. You had this testimony that Roxana was giving. This person, so the, the cancer is spreading. The cancer is spreading in your bones. 
Then the, you go back for another check. Where is the cancer? Where is the cancer that was spreading? You shall be like a watered garden. And like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. I declare that upon you this 2019. It doesn't matter what date of the month, you shall have money. You shall have money. You shall have abundance of money. You shall have joy. You shall have peace. You shall be like a watered garden. You shall be like a watered garden. Your school, children's school fees will be paid in advance. Because you shall be like a watered garden. You shall buy new clothes. You know the same Biggie, where is Biggie? He came here and gave that word of don't please take that gundi. That's the word of the Lord. But don't get out of here and start budgeting for second hand things. When the word of the Lord has come. You are buying only new. New. Now, okay, it's time for you to decide which economy you're operating in. Mm. You know, the thing is, when you're walking by faith, you sound so unreasonable to the carnal mind. Because the carnal mind, right now, is calculating salary. What? Who said your salary is your source? The whole point of working is so that you may have something to give to those who do not have. That's the whole point of working. As for your own needs, they are meant otherwise. Even though I have a full-time job here at Worship Harvest, my salary contributes less than 20% of my income. So if you are the kind of person looking at your salary, maybe you need to come. They are going to have an office. <laughs> My friend, God is bigger than your job. So much bigger. Take me to the next verse. People must go home and break this fast. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. Those from among you shall what? Build the old waste. The things that have been given up on. Those waste places in your extended family. Those waste places in your... Where, 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 where? You shall build. Those waste places in your community. Those waste places in our city. That's us. That's us. It's not the government. Government is not fasting. <laughs> Ron Michael has got it. As for the rest, government is not fasting. It's you and I. We are going to build this country. We are going to build this country. Let me tell you. 
I mean, look, just go and start from 1962 up to now, and then decide where you want to put the hope of the country after doing your research. Whether you are still trusting politicians and the political systems to deliver the promise. I mean, by now, Think about how many children have been what? Uh, raised and taken through the Watoto system. Yeah? The Watoto children's system. I can't imagine Skinner was there petitioning government. Fair. We are the stock of Abraham. Abraham, it didn't matter where he was. In fact, Abraham was so ridiculous. When there was contention between him and Lot, he's like, ah, ah, you be the one to choose. Let me tell you, when God is with you, let the other people choose what they think is best for them. Like, okay, what have you left for me? This is it? Okay, thank you. Jacob and Laban. Laban is like, okay, the, the, the ones with the streaks are mine. Okay, no, the ones without the streaks. Like, okay, so he's like, okay, now choose. So he looks around and says, okay, I'm taking this 90%. Buli, buli, obutini, buli. Kambule, kele, Jacob. My friend, in no time, the guy's like, eh, eh? why is this stuff growing? The blessing. At your workplace, stop fighting with people. If they want, let them. You choose the worst part. You can have the worst part and the moment you're there with God, in no time, it becomes the best. So don't fight. Those office politics, move back office politics. You have much more value than that politics at the office. Don't buy them cookies since you, you are fasting. break time. Just buy cookies. Desire here sells cookies. Buy them cookies. But yeah, let them stop fighting you. Bless them. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. And then watch what God does. Do you know, do you know when MLK was going to speak on that uh, match on Washington? All the other people were just sitting for the best spots on the program where they will, be, they will have prime time on TV. MLK Martin Luther King. They gave him the lousiest spot on the program. To, to now you get out that I have a dream. No one remembers all the other speeches which were at prime time. Eternal perspective. Eternal perspective. Just for tomorrow and the other day. Eternal perspective. You say, What have you given me? Okay, that's what I'll take. When God is in it.
people. We have learned to trust God. Yeah, like I'm not pausing. I've learned to trust God. So, where were we? Build the <laughs> interpret for your neighbor the last part. Shabira always you shall raise up the mamas, mamas, what, what shall you do? Raise up the foundations of many generations. Many generations. Your children shall be taught of the Lord. Your children's children are blessed. Foundations of many generations. Let me tell you what you're doing here. This fasting thing. It's not even about you. There will be people born in your lineage in 2150 who will be operating in a blessing they can't understand. I, they don't know it started in 2019 at season 21. Some of us lack that understanding of a generational perspective. My friend, the reason some of us have it easy in ministry is because we have a lineage. My grandfather was a reverend canon. My dad ministered in the church. They taught us how to pray and read the Bible every day. It can't be the same with someone who is a first generation Christian and and now they are just coming in. They are just setting the foundation. So now depending on how I steward this, my great-grandchildren, and by the way, it's not about handing over auntie or leave our ministry. Mm-mm. Wherever they are. Wherever they are. It's just, it's just every generation. The next generation. From glory to glory. What you're doing here is for generations. It's for generations. I need to believe it. I need you to believe it. And he says, we shall be called the repair of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. I must needs end here. I believe your faith has risen. Amen. Amen. Why don't we stand? Let's stand. Let's stand and just start praying in the spirit. Timor, crew, etc. Today, you know, teaching is my gift, so I overshot more than all the other preachers. So we'll just make it brief. Just pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit. Receive this word. Receive this word. Receive this word. Receive this word. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Let's, let's lift our voices in this place. Just pray in the spirit. Be aggressive about it. Be aggressive about it. Don't be passive. Don't be passive. Be aggressive about it. Broko sataya rakabro sindekaya. Broko simbraka seteya. Broko sakaya bobobosika. Zembraka sayara bobobo. We receive this word. We receive this word. As a church, as a house, we receive this word. 
our healing shall spring forth speedily. The glory of the Lord will be a rare God. Our righteousness will go before us. Yes, we receive it. Yes, we shall raise the foundations for many generations. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.